plan, protect, and preserve so you can have peace of mind. That's the motto of Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management, your host of Your Healthy Retirement. On this podcast, we'll strive to teach you about comprehensive financial lifestyle planning, the importance of minimizing taxes, the keys to leaving a legacy, building an income plan, and properly managing your wealth now and well into the future. Joining Steve Davis are the hosts of Good Morning New Hampshire on 107.7 The Pulse, Peter St. James, and Pat Kelly. So today we're going to just discuss basically some of the fundamentals of investing. A lot of times we'll sit with people and in our business, just like anybody else's business, you have buzzwords that people use. And they kind of look and nod at you like they understand what you're talking about. But when we have clients in here, I go, do you understand what this is? And a lot of times people will say, no, what is an equity? So what we want to do is just kind of hit on the fundamentals of, of, of investing. And you have to remember, investing is actually putting your money to work for you. Okay? Right. So basic investments, there are several of them. I'll hit on a couple and Sean will hit on a couple. First, you have a stock. So when you own a stock, in our industry, it could be called equity or a stock. And when you have a stock, you are actually buying ownership in a company. So it can increase your wealth through growth or capital appreciation. Mm -hmm. A stock will help you fight inflation. Stocks can be volatile. Sometimes you can actually lose the entire value, depending on the type of stock you're buying and whether how speculative it is. Okay. Okay. You also have the ability now, and really the big buzzword buzzword in the financial industry is ETFs, which is exchange traded funds, uh, which have kind of taken the place, or are I'm not going to say take the place, but you're seeing more and more ETFs as opposed to mutual funds. Okay. And what an ETF is, it's a marketable security that tracks actually an index bond or a basket of assets. But unlike a mutual fund, these ETFs, they trade like a common stock. So if you own a mutual fund and you call up, if you're using someone and you say, hey, I want to get rid of that mutual fund, Mm -hmm. during the day, they'll be like, no, we have to wait until 4 o'clock to the close of the market to see what the value of it is. And then they just redeem it. You're not, mutual funds are not traded. Ah. ETFs are. So, one quick comment on that too, which I think is very attractive for a lot of folks, Steve, is that ETFs are very low cost. Correct. Ooh, that is, that is appealing. Yeah, very low cost in the expense ratio inside the funds. Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things we point out to clients when we sit down with them and we'll look at what they're using now and we'll say, well, here's something comparable. But look at the differential in the cost inside the fund. Now, these people may not ever pay attention to that because they don't think they're paying for it. Mm-hmm. It's inside the fund. Everybody's paying for it. Yeah, right. Okay? Right. So ETF, and then the next thing is bond. And basically, when you own a bond, it's a loan to either – you're loaning your money either to a corporation, a town, or a government. Mm-hmm. Uh, usually a very, in the past has been a very good source of income because bonds will give you certain coupon rates. You have to be aware though that the interest rate environment's very soft right now. So these types of vehicles are not always producing what they did maybe 15 years ago. Okay. So you're not going to get money necessarily as, as much money back. Correct. Okay. But there are still good sources out there. Um, 
we're actually placing our clients in more short-term stuff because that's where all the yield is. Okay. So you want to have someone looking at, at that stuff for you. The, the bonds, like I said, you could either have a corporate bond, which is probably taking on more, more risk than, say, a town bond or a government bond. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, uh, because the town and the government have taxpayers shoring up some portion of that bond. Those three things are some key components to building a diversified portfolio. Sean's going to hit on some, some of the other uh, types of investments that you can actually invest in as just, you know, a fundamental investing protocol. Yeah, thanks, Steve. Uh, one of the things that people still invest in that, that our grandparents all invested in or put the money in are, are CDs. These are uh, instruments that you get at your local bank, um, you know, down on Main Street. Uh, they are covered by FDIC, so your principal is insured. Uh, you cannot lose money in them. They're typically very low rates, though. Uh, like I was looking this morning, a, a one-year CD gives you 0.42% per year. So let's put that in perspective. If you did a one-year CD at that rate, let's say you put $10,000 in, you're going to get $42 uh, in interest or yield at the end of the year. You what? go to a three-year, it's 0.5, so that would be 50 bucks. So they're very low uh, rate. They are secure, and then you'll never lose money. But one of the risks people need to look at with these is losing money to inflation, right? The cost of a dollar... Uh, tomorrow is less than one today because of inflation. So if inflation is running 2%, let's say, and you get a, a CD that only yields 0.5%, you're actually losing 1.5% per year. Ooh, okay. So that, that's something to think about. They're safe. Your absolute dollars aren't going anywhere. You're going to make a little bit of money, uh, but there's a risk there that you're going to lose money to inflation. All right, so so if you're a little, uh, if you're a little not aggressive in your investing, then a CD is a safe place to go. Uh, it, because it's, it's safe. Yeah, right. Uh, there's other alternatives out there that we talk to our clients about that are very, very similar. Um, they're, you know, in a three-year uh, vehicle um, where you put it in just like a CD would be yielding much more than that, like two, two and a half percent versus just half of percent. Okay. So that's why you talk to your advisor. They have access to a lot of different investment instruments and strategies. That, could, that are, are, are safe and can provide a little bit better yield. And, and can you, do you recommend doing a little bit of this and a little bit of that as far as your whole investment program is I, concerned? I always recommend a little bit of this and a little bit of that because that goes to our conversation last week, which is diversification, right? You don't want to have all your eggs in one basket. You want them to be spread out. Uh, CDs are not typically part of that conversation unless we're really looking at something that's nine months uh, or a year. If we're going beyond that, I, I, I really try to shy away from CDs. Okay. All right. Yeah, yeah, I, again, because I, it's just not going to, for your money, it's not going to bring in as much as you really want over a year or three years. That's exactly right. right. That's exactly right. So another uh, instrument that the people look at, uh, Steve mentioned ETFs, are, are mutual funds. These are the precursors to ETFs, uh, if you will. Uh, we talked about diversification just now, as a matter of fact. Mutual funds provide that. They're typically professionally managed uh, by investment companies. So they're going to, a, a mutual fund, 
um, a fidelity large cap growth fund, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, will be professionally managed by a portfolio manager um, of, of stocks, maybe, maybe some bonds, uh, but it'll be well diversified. It'll be actively managed. That means it'll be traded. They will buy and sell securities, okay, which is good. Um, but there's some tax consequences if you're using these in a uh, just regular investment account. If you're using it in an IRA or a 401k or something like that, what we call tax qualified, you don't have to worry about the tax repercussions until you start taking money out in retirement. But if it's not one of those vehicles, you have to be mindful of how actively traded they are. You have to be mindful of the distributions that are uh, given to you at the end of the year. That right. can be capital gains or dividends um, or interest, uh, things of that nature. Wow. Uh, and, and these things also come with, with fees. The fees are more, much more than ETFs. Uh, there are some low-cost mutual funds out there. But having said that, there are still fees uh, attached to that. All right. So, and so these are all part of the consideration of, you know, where am I going to put my money and when? You got it. That's right. And let me touch on one more thing. And these are annuities, okay? Um, we've talked about them in the past, but we use annuities uh, for in a couple different ways. Sometimes they're used to get a guaranteed um, credit every year for a certain number of years. Mm-hmm. Um, that's called a fixed annuity. Uh, the other end of the spectrum is a variable annuity. Its value will increase or decrease uh, based on the underlying investments that you select uh, in that annuity. Uh, and there's a third one that's a relatively recent newcomer to the market. It's called a fixed index annuity. What's nice about these, or what differentiates them rather, is they have exposure or they have credits tied to some index in the market, S&P 500, uh, Russell 2000, something like that. You're not going to get all of that upside, but you'll get some of it. But the nice thing about them is you'll never get a negative, right? So oh, okay. a variable annuity, could you could lose value. With a fixed index annuity, there's a floor at zero. You'll never lose value in your cash account there. We utilize these, again, for some fixed rates of savings and accumulation. Uh, and then we oftentimes use them more frequently than not as income producers in retirement. Okay. I, I, again, something you do need to consider, not only the money you're putting aside now, but the money you're going to be taking out later. Correct. And, and the annuities have income riders, which can create... Uh, guaranteed growth for so many years, and you can just exclude whatever the indexes of the markets are doing. It can produce a guaranteed growth every year to produce a very predictable outcome, say in six, seven, eight, ten years. And say, mm-hmm. It's like buying yourself a pension, and that's really what you're doing. Right. Yeah. You're buying yourself a pension because, you know, when that day comes, when you go to stop working, you want to be able to turn on the faucet and create different flows of income that are very predictable, that are not affected by volatility in the market. For instance, for someone who retired January of this year, and they had all their investments, just all their money in the 401k, and they never moved it, they're running on that program, with the volatility we saw, they were probably pretty uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. So what we do here at Davis Wealth Management is really try to put a plan together that take that volatility out of your retirement standards so that when you do stop working, you turn the income process on, there's going to be volatility. We try to create the plan so it, it affects you 
with the least amount of impact on what you're bringing in every month. You've been listening to the Your Healthy Retirement Podcast with Steve Davis of Davis Wealth Management. If you have any questions about what you've heard today or have a financial and retirement planning question of your own, don't hesitate to reach out. Give a call to 888-333-3818. That's 888-333-3818. Or go online to daviswealthmgmt.com. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Just search for Your Healthy Retirement and subscribe. That way, you'll never miss a show. Also, be sure to catch Steve live every Thursday morning at 7.30 in the Concord area on 107.7 The Pulse. Investment advisory services offered through Brookstone Capital Management, LLC. BCM, a registered investment advisor. BCM and Davis Wealth Management are independent of each other. Insurance products and services are not offered through BCM, but are offered and sold through individually licensed and appointed agents.